0: everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie It's Thursday, it is June 3rd, it's 2021, and we have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will. What's happening, my friend?
1: Nothing much, man. I um, I- I'm actually kind of excited here. Cause you're gonna hit 1,000, and before this month is out, you know, I got caught it on Twitter, and clearly, I get to look at the schedule, so I know you've got it marked down. So that's kind of a big deal. It, it's uh, steadily approaching, so that that's very exciting. I'm happy for you. I know you haven't, you know, hit hit the day yet, but I'm gonna go ahead and get my uh, congratulations in now. So that's a big deal, man. I'm, I'm super pumped that uh, that you're able to to, to hit that achievement
0: this is going to be a fun show. Like, like you said, you get to see the calendar. I have it marked. I didn't want to make sure I missed it. Um, (laughs) I mean, when you do this every, every single day, um, you know, you you forget about stuff like that. Um, So I'm excited. Um, I'm very fortunate. Like obviously all the episodes haven't been just me. It's, it's, you know, it's been Justin, Dan's done some interviews on the pod you know going back to the siege helping out um and doing a lot of shows with me grant you i mean there's been heck man you go to anybody in the industry and i bet you um there's a like there's like a 75 percent chance they've been on the morning grind so um you know it's been going along here for a long time and you know episode 1000 i'm gonna try to go back and name every single person that's come on, so I've already started working on that list, and um, it's long and it's um, it's fun. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, thank you, and um, yeah, let's get it rocking here, man. Getting me all sentimental and stuff before we even start breaking down games. So, good job, Will.
1: I, I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs>
0: All right, eight games. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Yesterday's slate couldn't have gone worse. Um, <laughs> like, I went all in, hundred percent on Manoa. I stacked the Dodgers, so I'm cashing. Um, with four points from my pitcher. So, yeah, that's always, um, always, always fun. So, I mean, yeah. Moving on to this one, will like I I hope hope for a good old fashioned min cash out of two of my teams to maybe make a couple (laughs) bucks or something. But um, like hoping
1: for a big cash, I love it. I love it.
0: When when you get a guy that just didn't have his A game, you're hoping for anything, buddy. You know that. So
1: yes, yes.
0: All right, we're going to Pittsburgh. We got Miami going into Pittsburgh we got um, Hernandez against Anderson there's no total out in this game this is one game that I'm super concerned about the weather the only game that I'm really super concerned about the weather we'll see what Kevin Roth has um, but looks like it's going to rain a lot in this game so but we're going to break it down in case it doesn't Uh, talk to me here about Hernandez for the Marlins any interest in him
1: nope
0: yeah it was a bicep injury He's coming back from that. Um, I don't know what to really expect from him here, you know, because it's tough. He threw 79 pitches uh, for Triple A Jacksonville on Friday of last week. Uh, so, I mean, maybe 85 pitches here for Hernandez. It's a great matchup against Pittsburgh um, in Pittsburgh. But the weather, I think, is going to, you know, probably keep me off of him here. Tyler Anderson, he's had a couple really good games this season, and he's had a couple really bad games this season. If the weather was going to be okay, I think he would potentially be like a play. But if the weather is going to be bad, um, I don't know what to do here.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I'm probably going to just avoid this game altogether. I feel like it's one where I can get away with a good old X button on this one. Pitchers, bats, the whole nine. Um, and just move on to greener pastures.
0: Um, yeah, let's talk bats in this game because I think that's where this game becomes a little bit more interesting. Uh we'll start here with Miami. I mean, Marte is expensive, Chisholm is expensive, Aguilar is expensive, Duvall is expensive. Like, I mean, if you're playing on a different site and they're not as expensive, I haven't looked everywhere yet. Um Maybe they're cheaper, but I think the pricing just makes them a tough play, especially if it's going to be raining and it's in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I'm looking at it, I did pull up FanDuel pricing just to check. They're, they're not that expensive. Like you've got guys in the 2K range, 3K range, nobody over anywhere near 4K, like none of them. So you know, maybe on Fandu, but for me on DK, I just, I, I can't do it at these prices, especially when we're talking about the weather concerns early. Um, I definitely think we've got some some better spots uh, for me to take some chances. Um, now, look, if the weather comes in and it's fairly clear, you know, I don't mind, you know, t- taking a chance on maybe like a Duval, who's a, who's a little bit priced up, a Garrett Cooper, some of these righties. Um, you know, but overall, I'm just I'm not interested in this game as a whole.
0: Any interest in the Pittsburgh side? I mean, this, this lineup is just so bad.
1: Yeah. Nope. Nope. Can't do it.
0: All right. Moving on. We got Arizona at Milwaukee. Frankoff against Anderson. Um, I don't think we don't have a ton of totals night before. Just so you guys know, um, there is no line out for this game either. Uh, any interest here in Frankoff?
1: No.
0: Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at too. I mean, you could pretty much play any pitcher you want against Milwaukee this season. But I mean, Seth I Rankoff. Know, yeah, I mean, he's Seth. Bad. He he's like he's so bad. Thirteen percent K rate, thirteen percent walk rate, seven point seven six xFIP. Um, I mean you. I think you can play anybody against Milwaukee, but I don't know if Frankoff is part of that anybody. Um,
1: Anderson on the other side of this game, any interest in him? No, no Anderson either, man. I mean, and here's the thing. I, I'll go ahead and give this out up front. Uh, I don't think Anderson's going to get shelled at all. I just – he doesn't have any upside. That's just that's just a problem. We're not going to have enough K's uh, for him to help us out at all. So that's – that's I I just can't play him.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't <laughs> I don't know who I want to play against him. I, yeah. I mean like Arizona's cheap. So I think they're a really interesting like secondary stack. It's just kind of figuring out like I guess you can go Walker, Marte, Kelly, take the right handed power bats here. Um I mean I don't even hate like a full stack just because how cheap they are, and I, I do think this is a day where more than likely going to be paying up for pitching because there's not really um, a ton of great options um, at cheap pitchers today. So yeah, I think I think the secondary Arizona stack is in play. Um, I'd target the right-handed power bats here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't hate it like you talked about. I mean, I, I do think Keitel Marte would probably probably be my favorite, but overall. I, I don't I don't want to get in the mix on Arizona. Um Milwaukee, anything here from Milwaukee? Oh man, I, I love Milwaukee. I, I I will have some Milwaukee stacks for sure. Uh Frankoff, I mean, he's just been atrocious. Uh Navarez, Pina, you know, who's gonna be a catcher? You know, whoever it is, I don't care. Uh is Vogelbach gonna get it, or are we gonna have Keston? I don't care. Colton Wong for sure. Uh, you know, is Travis Shaw going to crack the lineup? Is it going to be Urias? Don't care. I'm, I'm full stacking this team, Stevie. No matter what, uh, Mister Adames has been, you know, uh hitting pretty well this season overall in spurts. Uh, you know, I just I like this team. So th- this is this is pretty much you know, Abigail Garcia should not be 3900 this year. I, I would think maybe at least 42. This is one of my favorite stacks in the slate, despite how bad they've been playing. I'm going to side with bad bats over bad pitching here.
0: Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. And outside of Yelich, this stack is actually pretty cheap. So, I mean, this is a game stack that you could potentially roll out, like, five, six, seven hitters, and just kind of hope this game is a high-scoring game. Uh, So, I mean, depending on what the over gets to in this game, it's definitely – you know, somewhat juicy here. Yeah. Uh, Detroit at Chicago, White Sox. Uh, Casey Miz against Lance Lynn. This game does have a total. It's seven and a half, mm. and the White Sox are a two ten favorite. Shocker. Um, any interest here in Casey Miz? No. I mean, yeah. Like I, I hate dismissing guys like instantly. Um, but I just don't see any kind of upside here. Uh, for Casey Miz in this spot, like he's 6,700, he's had some good games here recently. He's actually been pitching really decent. Um, like we got to give respect where respect is due. If you're playing 150 teams, sure, I would not talk you off of getting some exposure to him. The bottom of the White Sox order is really bad, um, especially if they roll out like that von garcia lamb billy hamilton type of lineup there's a lot of strikeouts at the bottom half of that lineup so i mean if he could just kind of get around anderson grand and Abreu, mercedes i mean there's no perfect answer under 7k today um if you have one i'm all ears but I, i feel like there's no perfect answer um i think the perfect answer is spend up at pitching today um I mean, Lance Lynn on the other side, Will, he's the guy. Like, he's facing Detroit. I mean, Detroit's been playing good um, in general, but Lance Lynn's good against righties. This lineup doesn't scare you. Um, he should be able to deal, and he has one of the longest leashes in baseball.
1: For sure, man. L- Lance Lynn is the guy, absolutely. Like, no question about it. You know, I, he's the first guy in for me. Uh, 9,700 on DK. Uh, I I I, mean, I I feel like he's the, the the top pitcher on the slate, you know, just for the price. You know, clearly we got you, Darvish, up top, which, my gosh, should dominate this lineup. I mean, unquestionably should dominate. But, you know, for a thousand dollar discount, I'm very interested in just starting my lineups with last land, period.
0: Yeah. Um, right there with you, buddy. Right there with you. I have zero interest in the Detroit Bats. I know Lance Lynn has the potential to be like high on here, but I still don't see myself using Detroit Bats.
1: Nope. No Detroit Bats for me. Uh, on to Chicago.
0: Yeah, White Sox. Um, I mean, like I said, the top of the order is where it's scary for any pitcher. Um, so I think if you want to target Bats here, it's the top of the order.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, That's kind of where I'm going to be. So, you know, uh, they're a little expensive, right? Like Tim Anderson's 5K, Yasmani's 4,900, Mangada's 54, Abreu's 57, Mercedes 52, Adam Eaton 46, Vaughn 4K, Garcia 42, Madrigal 5,200. Stevie, if you want to play this stack, you have to play this stack on purpose because you're not going to feel good doing it. Um, you know, I talked about the fact that I didn't want to play Casey Mize. And like you talked about, he has pitched well. And he probably is the best the best spin in the 6K range, I would say. Uh, I just don't want to, you know, start my night off trying to attack the White Sox. But at the same time, these bats are expensive. I'm a lot more interested in the Brewers, you know, and, and I'm not in love with Arizona or Arizona because of what it can do for my pitching. Um, so I'm with you. These guys are expensive. I would maybe just one off a couple guys, but I'm I'm not stacking the White Sox.
0: Um, yeah, I like. I get it in large shield tournaments, but like you said, it's such an expensive stack. We don't really have like cheap pitching options. The guy that I probably have the most interest in the is the pitcher against them. Under seven K. Yeah. So it's like, how do I really make the stack work? Well, I hope that Miz scores like fifteen and the White Sox batters don't go ham. I think that's how <laughs> you kind of score enough to pay get a get a win for Lance Lynn. Um is kind of what I think you're hoping for in this one. And I mean Because you should have
1: the strikeouts.
0: Yeah. So All right, moving on. We got Minnesota at Kansas City, J-Hap against Chris Bubich. Um, Whoever tweeted me and said that I need to call him Bubich, um, thank you, because even if it isn't pronounced that, um, I just like calling him Bubich now. There's no total in this game, Will, yet. Um, Any interest here in J-Hap?
1: I can't do it, Stevie. And I know I know we're writing off a lot of pitchers here, but good gosh, man! Like Jay Happ, at a five point six three x seventeen point nine percent K rate on the season. I mean, just getting destroyed by Roddy's Two twenty five ISO, three forty three wOBA, eight point four percent walk rate, eighteen percent K rate, thirty three percent ground ground ball rate, forty six point three percent fly ball rate, and he's mostly throwing fastballs. I, I can't get involved with Jay Hap. I I and, and that's just a lot more than my normal no explanation. But Jay Hap's been atrocious. He's a train wreck right now. Uh, so I, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, I mean oh, there's not a lot of options down here. There isn't. <laughs> um
1: so See, you know what we're doing. You know what we're doing on this slate.
0: No, I just, like, J-Hap just pitched against this team and put up 18. If you could lock in 18 points at 7K for J-Hap right now, you would be super excited. Don't get me wrong. Um, Gosh. I mean, (laughs) like, I don't know. He kind of went through a bad stretch there and faced the White Sox twice, and they're very good against lefties. But outside of that, like, he's had some decent starts this season. So I think Hap is in play in large field tournaments. In cash games, you're double-barreling pitcher. Like, I I can't say it enough. So um, that's where J-Hap becomes interesting. And then Chris Bubich on the other side of this game, I mean, he's a lefty face in Minnesota. This lineup's very good. I know he just pitched really well against this team last time out. I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, The top five of this lineup's very good. I know they're a little banged up right now. And, and like, that's fair. Buxton's out. Garver's out. Um, Kepler's out, even though it's lefty lefty, it's still a good bat in that lineup. So there are a lot of injuries in this lineup right now. And I get that. So maybe you take a shot, but like, you just look at the strikeout rates up and down. There's just not a lot of upside here.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, when you factor in the fact that, you know, w- what if we get a uh, Andrew Simmons from two years ago, he happens to show up tomorrow it just starts, you know, the ball starts flying. He's not going to strike out a bunch anyway. You know, the bottom line is, you know, he, he might get Sano, but it, it, he may not get Cruz, may, may not get Donald. I just, I, I don't, I don't think it's advantageous for us to be addressing, uh, you know, investing in Chris Bubich today or Bubich, whatever. Uh, I don't, I don't like mispronouncing names. So, but Bubik Bubich, let's go Bubik. Is that what it is? Bubik? Bubich. 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 All right. Got it. That's right. You said it before the show. I'm trying to, ah, come on. You're,
0: you're good, man. I always mispronounce names. So welcome to the train. Um, <laughs> Minnesota bats, Nelson Cruz, obviously a staple Donaldson, a staple and the, the left, the rest of the pieces are just going to kind of be determined by the lineup. If garlic's in there batting in a good spot, he's 2,800. He yeah. would be interesting. Um, you mentioned Simmons; he's twenty seven hundred. Now we're getting some salary relief with a stack um, to get those pitchers we want.
1: Yeah, I do like Angelton and Simmons today. Like I, you know, especially if he's in, he's someone I'm 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 in on. And I, you know, I'm not pod committed, Stevie, because he's not a guy that I've like just been been hammering. But I will say I'm uh, I'm dollar committed to Miguel Sano now. Right, like every every time Sano's in a good spot, I'm looking at the numbers. He's got like. 85 uh, percent hard hit rate, um, and I'm not saying that's what he has today, but he has these astronomical hard hit rates, and the ISO is like six, seven hundred. And I'm like, man, I also know he's going to strike out five times, but I, I'm, I've kind of, I've committed myself to Miguel Sano, so he's he's going to be in my stack no matter what.
0: Kansas City side, I mean, Perez. If you want to pay up a catcher. Merrifield is always good against lefties. Mondesi's banged up, tweaked his hamstring the other night. I mean, that's like this lineup. Like Dozier's cheap, so like if you want to do secondary stack and just maybe target some of these cheap bats, I don't hate the idea.
1: Yeah, for sure. Same here. Uh, so Lair, if he happens to be in live because he's questionable, he's thirty one hundred, which is also you know pretty cheap. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you if you're building a stack with this team, you've got to get. Exposure to these cheaper guys so you can get up to the Whitmerer fields of the world and the Salvador Perez's of the world. I I would much rather invest in the twins because I feel like the salary distribution is better. I would much rather invest in uh, Milwaukee because the salary distribution is beautiful. Royals are probably, you know, fourth or fifth down the list for me currently.
0: Uh, moving on, we got Cincinnati going into St. Louis. Um, Gutierrez against Wainwright in this one. Uh, this game's at an eight and a half total. I see St. Louis at one fifteen, and I see them at one seventy. So, um, if you're betting this game, you might want a price shop.
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Cincinnati. Uh, Gutierrez first. First start out against Chicago through sixty-seven pitches. Um, I mean, he's probably going to see a little bit more in this one. Uh, any interest in Gutierrez here?
1: No, I think I'm going to take a wait and see approach here. Um, You know, on the season, clearly he hasn't pitched a lot. Uh X-Felps high. it's first start, I'm not – I always like to give pitchers a couple games, right? That's just my, my rule of thumb. Give them two or three games, maybe four, to just kind of see where they're going to be and get in the groove, and then we'll know whether or not they're going to be like Castillo this year and take a step back or like some other guys and take a step forward, like maybe a Taiwan Walker who was good a couple years ago, had some injuries and now maybe he's rounded into form. Uh, but I, I don't think I want to invest in Gutierrez uh, on, on this slate. I just, I don't think he's necessary. Um, so I'm just going to pass.
0: I mean, if you just want to full on punt your SP two, he's your guy. Uh, this is a righty against the right-handed heavy lineup. Everything that I've read about him, good slider, good curveball, good breaking ball stuff. So, I mean, when you have good breaking ball stuff, righty-righty matchups, the, there's enough upside there at 5K. If he gets 80 pitches in this game and puts up 15 at 5K, all right, we're, we're good with that. So, I mean, again, you're just kind of looking at these pitchers under 7K and you're like, who can get me 15 when I want to stack, like, one of these big teams on this slate, like like we were talking about with the White Sox, um, you know, something like that. But I, I think today, the more and more we break down the slate, the more and more I, I lean towards, like, smaller stacks and just getting my pitchers I want. Um,
1: yeah, that's how I feel as well. Let's go Wainwright on the
0: other side of this game. Any interest here in Adam Wainwright?
1: Man, I I actually don't hate Wainwright. I just wish he was a little cheaper. Like, I don't want to pay 9800 So, for him, it's just the price. Like, he's had some okay games, breaking them with some not-so-good games, but I, I, I don't think I want to pay 9800 And that's going to be my hang-up with him, so I'm going to pass.
0: Yeah, the other thing that I don't love here for St. Louis in this game is, like, they're playing the Dodgers on the West Coast. Like you know, that game, obviously on the East coast is just now getting started. Like they're playing the West Mm -hmm. coast late game and then they're flying to St. Louis and playing again. Um, I mean, Wainwright's probably already in St. Louis, so it doesn't probably affect him as much. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, this is a good lineup. Adam Wainwright has definitely looked way better. Um, Mr. Noodle arm himself, but, I don't think I'm going to play a lot of him, if any, just because he's 9800. And I would rather play Darvish. I would probably rather play Lynn. I'd rather play Griffin Canning. Um, These guys are, I think, are way more interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the same way I feel. I mean, I know he's got this cutter going, but how in the world did Wainwright end up in the same category as Lance Lynn today on this slate? I I I don't understand, so I, I can't play him.
0: Um. The other side of this game the bats uh, let's start here with Cincy I mean I think the biggest misprice on the slate is Nick Castellanos um, oh
1: boy don't tell me that I mean which I'm looking at it I, I know yeah, is what I'm saying
0: just way 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 too cheap uh, for this matchup and yeah like I, I know Mike Moustakis is getting close to being back so if he's back that obviously is a b- bump to the lineup Um so, I mean, and I know Vado is getting close. Um, I know like he was on rehab assignment a couple days ago. So, Cincinnati's about to get super healthy again. Um, Winker's 4,300. Castellanos is cheap at 4,100. Suarez is 3,900. I mean, this might be like the value stack of the day. I, I don't want to stack against Wainwright, but these guys are way too cheap and they're on the road.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So we're definitely going to get, you know, some extra bats coming around. I don't hate Tyler Naquin, you know, if he's in the lineup for sure, Castellanos don't hate Wanker. Um, You know, these are going to be guys that we can, you know, we can definitely get in on. We also know that Wainwright's kind of throwing this knuckle curve a a great deal and no one in particular is really hitting it well. Um, So Wainwright does, in my opinion, have a pretty good profile for this team. Like, I don't see anyone that's just like, Oh yeah, let's get it going. Maybe outside of Naquin, but even the distance on that cutter is just not there, but overall for the prices, I I don't mind stacking the reds. If Woba's in their favor, they could get some, uh, get, get some uh, St. Louis Cardinals bullpen in a hurry.
0: Yeah. I I mean, like the biggest thing for me is just price. This is a price stack. Um, I can play Darvish and Lance Lynn and stack Cincinnati a five man stack. Um, so, I, I mean, at that point, you're just like, "All right, I'm in." Like,
1: <laughs> I'm in. Pie committed.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. So, um, any interest here in the St. Louis bats?
1: I do like St. Louis. Um, I, I think this is a spot. If if you know Gutierrez you know, comes out just kind of not ready to go for whatever reason, maybe he's still shaking a little rust off. We'll see, Um, you know, Dylan Carlson is 3,800 in this spot. Uh, You know, Tyler O'Neill, 4,600. You know, those are two guys that we can get in there. Edmund, I mean, Goldsmith's 4,600, which which isn't too bad. Uh, But then you got, you know, Edmund at 5k and Aronado at 5,300 respectively. So those guys you would kind of have to look at, but I think they've got enough value as well for us to put together a quality lineup, Dylan Carlson, though, I I do like him at 38 for sure. And uh, yeah, that, that would be my main, my main investment from, from that side because of the price.
0: I mean, this is one of those things where I, you know, I just made an argument for Gutierrez and if everybody's going to make that argument today and he's going to end up actually becoming and like getting ownership and like, I mean, this is eight-game slate. I could see him being like 20% own. That's where you're like, all right. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: I'm stacking St. Louis. Um, and just kind of hoping that end ends up working. So I I could see it going either way here.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Seattle, Adelaide taking on the Angels. We got Justice Sheffield and Griffin Canning facing off in this one. It's eight and a half total. Angels are 150 favorites. Um I will say, like, I, I know there was some good reports for Mike Trout not wearing the boot anymore, but I mean Justin Upton just ran into um Keen Wong in, in the outfield the other day, and like now he's banged up. Oh Ugh, they're they're hurting, man. Um, any interest here in Justice Sheffield?
1: I can't, Stevie. I just you know, for me, man, I like I, I love to look at these numbers in baseball and that's not the only thing I look at, but it's a big part of it for me in my process. And Sheffield just does not have numbers that speak to me, even with this watered down lineup, like even with all these guys out, I, I can't. I mean, Rendon's still there, Juan Lagares, maybe maybe we're going to call him a mini lefty masher. He's there. You know how I feel about Kurt Suzuki. hasn't really turned it on this season, but I do think he's a guy that can hit. I, I just can't do it, man. Maybe David Fletcher... If Upton's out, David Fletcher may move to the top of the lineup. He's a guy that's not going to strike out. I, I just, I, I can't do it.
0: I mean, yeah, I would be lying to you if I said right now, looking at this late night before, I don't have any interest in him. Um, Cause that's not the case. Like I got gotcha. you. This lineup, if Justin Upton is not in this lineup, Otani and Walsh are lefties. You're really worried about Anthony Rendon. Justice Sheffield, even when he has struggled, has been very good against lefties. 0. 0.070 ISO, hit distance of like 135, ground balls a plenty. Um, I mean, I don't think it's crazy. Like, I don't know if he has like the ceiling of some of these other guys that are a little bit higher priced than him. But I mean, Oh, just looking at the slate in general, it's like, man, I got to play some pitching outside of these three guys at the top. Maybe I take a shot here on justice Sheffield uh, against what could be a really, really bad angels lineup. Like, and I'm not saying Otani and Walsh are bad. I'm saying lefty lefty. This is probably not the spot to really be worried about two of the best batters in this lineup. So, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to play justice Sheffield. I'm also sitting on like 35 Sheffield rookie cards. So if he could go out (laughs) and throw a no hitter here, that'd be fantastic.
1: Help you get off that stash a little bit.
0: I would, I would sell every single one of them. Um, Griffin canning on the other side of this game. I mean, it's Seattle. He put up 30 fantasy points against this team a, a few weeks ago. Um, this seems like a really good spot to target him. 9400 is kind of expensive. And the strikeouts are coming down a little bit for Seattle. But, I mean, the, the lineup still is not a lineup that's really going to scare you.
1: Yeah, not at all. Um, but, yeah, I, I do like Griffin Canning. You know, he's a guy that I think, you know, in terms of uh, kind of, I guess, maybe the hierarchy of this slate in terms of where we may want to spend the dollars. I got to think he's probably number three on our list, Stevie. At least at least that's kind of how it goes in my mind. Like, I, I think we're probably Lynn, Darvish, Canning, or something to that effect. You know, Darvish, Lynn, Canning, however you want to slice it. Um, you know, and maybe Tywon Walker at four, but that's it. So I, I'm definitely in on Griffin, Canning, even at this price. Uh, this is definitely a spot where... He could show some upside. You know, he, he put up 31 against his team before. That's not a guarantee for future success. But, you know, he does have some strikeout stuff. And so he's definitely on the board. Um, and I, I think I did possibly find my guy that I might use that's a little bit lower if I went that route, but I'll get to it as it comes up.
0: Uh, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you here for Seattle?
1: No, I, I'm just going to avoid Seattle today.
0: I mean, you can always play Kyle Seager as a one-off, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, and as far as the Angels go, I mean, you could play Anthony Rendon as a one-off. You could, you know, maybe three-man stack the Angels here. But I mean, overall, like this lineup is – like that's one of the reasons why I was making like a strong case for taking shots on Sheffield.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if I did I, – I do think David Fletcher possibly moves to the top of this lineup. At 3,800, he's in play. I play Rendon. I'd actually play Juan Laguerre's. I definitely play Kurt Suzuki today. Like absolutely play Kurt Suzuki. So those those are probably my my three or four guys. And I don't I don't hate the the lefties either, such as Otani or Walsh. But I, I for sure be in on these righties: uh, Fletcher, Suzuki, Lagaris, Rendon. I like those guys today against Sheffield.
0: All right. Keep on trucking here. We got the Cubs and the Giants. Zach Davies against Anthony Desclafani. This game's currently sitting at an eight total. San Francisco is a one hundred twenty favorites, ball favorite here. Um, any interest here in Zach Davies?
1: Nope. I, I I've been avoiding San Francisco this season. It's been beautiful, and I'm just gonna keep doing it. So zero Zach Davies for me on this slate, Stevie. Zero.
0: One of my favorite stacks on the slate is the Giants. Um, oh, you better uh, believe it. I mean, I mean, it's probably it's probably sounds like a broken record at this point. But Zach Davies, 18% K rate since the start of last season. It gives a a tremendous amount of hard contact to to right-handed hitters. Um, and with the Giants kind of banged up right now, um, you know, you're gonna get some like really low-owned cheap right-handed hitters here um because yaz is banged up longoria is banged up you know belts out um so i think this is another one of those like potential like secondary cheap stacks and we'll talk about that in just a second anthony descalfani on the other side of this game i mean the cubs are a high strikeout team but anthony descalfani is you could get negative five or 20 so i mean sure <laughs> you could take a
1: shot yeah, I will say, I think Descafani is my guy just, just because of the K rates. Uh, and, and Stevie, as we've gone through, uh, clearly, you know, I, I will retract my statement. I, I'm, I'm more than willing to admit admit when I'm wrong. Casey Mize is probably the best cheap play on the slate. Oh, that pays me to say, because I don't want to play him. But at 67, he probably is the best play But I I do. I I would invest in Desclafani at at seventy one hundred.
0: Yeah, I mean he's another guy. Like you know,
1: there's he he gets fifteen. We're taking.
0: There's legitimately four guys under eight k. You can take shots on today. And I mean, they might none of them might pay off. But I mean, you're if you're playing large field tournaments and you're you're you know you're you're taking shots, I think you have to. Uh, Cubs bats. Anything stand out to you for the Cubs?
1: Um, well, Duscafini has been a struggling uh, soul against against the lefties, so I I would prefer to key in on those guys: Jock, Rizzo, Hap, uh, Eric Sogard at the bottom. Those would kind of be my my targets. I don't want to. I don't really want to get with these righties. He's been pretty tough against righties for most of his career.
0: Yeah, I mean. Chris Bryant is matchup proof. Um, So if oh, you want to yeah. go like Bryant, Rizzo, Peterson, it's kind of expensive. You could potentially even throw in like Javi Baez there as like a cheaper um four-man stack. Um But yeah, I mean, that's the kind of problem that you run into with Chicago. It's not like they have a ton of lefties. Ian Hatt might <laughs> bat leadoff in this game. He's 3,400. Um He's another guy you could potentially look at.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right, Stevie. What I've discovered is that every time I stack the Cubs... Chris Bryant hits a home run and everybody else has zero. So uh, shame on me for not plugging Chris Bryant into, into my stack. But it's just because Jessica Fani has been, been tough on lefties, but, uh, tough on righties. But Jesus, man, the Cubs have been rough to roster. I do mean rough.
0: Rough is a good word. Um, let's go Giants here. Again, like. I I said, I I do think the Giants are somewhat interesting here. Obviously, you're going to have to wait and see um, what we're looking at. Yaz uh, dealing with like a a right thumb sprain, so he's probably not going to be in the lineup. Longoria could potentially be back here, um, but man, you look at you're going to like Posey. I hate paying up for catcher, Will, but this screams Buster Posey. Um, Brandon Crawford's 3,700, like these guys just kind of make a lot of sense here.
1: Yeah. I like this whole lineup. I mean, you got Lamont Wade at the top 2,800. If he's there, you talked about Buster. Like if you're stacking this team, Stevie, there's one player that's over like 4,500. That's it. Just one. And that's Yaz. Everybody else is 4k or less. And in this case, it's 4,500 or less. So I get. I guess we get to throw our cheap catcher rule out of the window just because everybody's a cheap catcher on this team. I like this stack. I like them against Davies. I mean, this feels great, Stevie. Especially when we want to pay up at pitching and get some of these big arms. I'm really excited about San Francisco. Let's go! Let's go, Giants. And they're not my favorite team.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like giants reds with double barrel pitcher and win all the money today. Um, My, my Listen, blueprint, my blueprint for today.
1: Well, well, you know, mine's close. Mine is probably more like giants brewers double barrel, but Hey, or, or Stevie, you know, if, if we're multi-entering, let's go ahead and tell these people how to take it down. You, you, you just put in the, the pitches that you like the most for me, it's probably Darvish and, and, uh, and Lance Lynn. And then you go like, you know, Giants Milwaukee, Giants, Cincinnati, Giants, uh, Giants, Giants, uh, twins, you know, and then you just run it back, you know, twins. However, if you get if you hit the right combination with the pitching, because I do expect the pitching to be on point, uh, we we just might have made someone a thousand air, Stevie. Sounds good to be.
0: All right. We got the Mets and the Padres is kind of where we get finished out here. Um I'm seeing different reports. I, I'm seeing it's gonna be Tajan Walker, but I've also seen that it could be Joey Luke C. Uh, we know you Darvish is pitching for San Diego. Uh, this game is currently sitting at a seven total. Um, San Diego's a 180 favorites. I mean, I don't really care who's pitching here for the Mets. I'm probably not playing them, but I will say if it's Luke C, I have way more interest in the Padres bats um, than I do if Tajon Walker is pitching. So, um, any interest in the San Diego pitchers here, depending on who it is? You mean the Mets? The Mets, yes, we know it's all good, all good, all good. No, no, no.
1: (laughs) just, just want to make sure. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think if it's Walker, if it's Large Field on DK,
0: I'm willing to. Defensive
1: will. No, I know, but uh, that's. Absurd. I mean, like, nobody's I, gonna I, play him. That's true. I'd much rather roll out a 10-3 Taiwan Walker than like a, let's say a fifty-five hundred. <laughs> You're Chris talking Bryant. yourself
0: off of it right now.
1: <laughs> he wills no. like, oh,
0: maybe not. Hold on, let me <laughs> rethink this. That's exactly what just happened in his no. head right now. <laughs>
1: No, but I I, I I like him. I, I think he, he's the roll-the-dice guy. Is he too expensive? Like, for sure. He should not be 10-3 in this matchup. But, uh, you know, because I, I wouldn't play him over uh, Lance Lynn. But my point is, and this is my large field. In large field, he's got to be 10% on or less. Like, he has to be. And that's where I think you get some leverage and roll him in. And if he's able to mow down this San Diego lineup for a little bit, and maybe give up two runs, but still has eight strikeouts. You know, you got to you give yourself a chance.
0: Will just instantly talked himself out of this. I don't care what he says. He was like, <laughs> uh, maybe not. That might, no. Uh, you, Darvish. I mean, we talked about Lance Lynn being a really strong play. Darvish is one of the top pitchers on the slate. Um, the Mets' lineup is, I mean, Alonzo's back, so that's good. I'm so glad
1: Alonzo's back because I got a pile of Peter Alonzo rookie cards.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the the rest of this lineup, there's just so many guys out right now. Um, oh, and I will say, I didn't realize that Tatis, um, like he should be back here. But if he does miss with that oblique injury, like that's a little bit of a bump to Walker as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I Darvish is what he is, man. He should dominate in this game.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I don't have to say anything else. You Darvish, absolutely massive play on this slate.
0: 30% K rate since the start of last season, 5% walk rate, 3.5 XFIP. I mean, I know he's had some shaky starts this season, but I mean, this is one of those spots you just trust the numbers and you play the guy. Um, I have zero interest in the Mets, Bats. Uh, I don't even want to one-off Pete Alonzo at this price against U Darvish.
1: Nope, not doing it. No Mets.
0: And then, I mean, the Padres, it's all depending on who the pitcher is Um, for me. If Walker's pitching, Eric Hosmer, definitely someone that I would play. If it's Luke KC, I mean, the Padres are another stack that might be, like, super cheap because they're just dealing with so many injuries right now.
1: Yeah, man. And, I mean, even Tommy Pham still got the cue. Tatis has got the cue. And I'm with you. I mean, you would have access to Will Myers. If fam were to sit in this game, I'm trying to figure out who they're even gonna play because Trent Grisham is still out. Um I need to go and look at their full roster because I am not sure. I think uh, it would
0: be um Matteo, I think, is yeah, okay. He's like,
1: Yeah, because Ty France is gone. Like he he's uh God, where's France now? Anyway, Seattle. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, so I mean We'd have immense value with this team. We could just plug in Machado. I, I'd be willing to even throw in Cronenworth, even though he hasn't been hitting the ball crazy well, right? Recently, just go ahead and plug him in because if you know if they're able to get to the pitcher early. Once again, this is Luke Casey situation. I am less interested if they're facing Walker here.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like that's what I said to start too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ton of interest if it's Luke Casey. Probably going to pass if it's Walker, a lot of respect and enough respect. I mean, you could target the power guys if it's Walker, Um, but yeah. All right. Let's play the morning grind game and then uh, we'll get out of here. We'll move on to Friday and get one step closer to a thousand. Um, I was delaying because I have my lights off in the office and I couldn't see. I'd turn my phone light on. Uh, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. And you would think, because I do this all the time, I remember the morning grind game, and I don't. Um, under 8K to get six or more Ks, who do you got?
1: Uh, I- I'm going to roll my guy, Descafani. I-, I think, you know, if somebody's got a shot, I do feel like he he has some form of a shot, and he hasn't done it. Uh, you know, he's done it a couple times this season. Let's see if he can get it done against a cup team that's swinging free.
0: I'm going to go Justice Sheffield here against this what could be really bad Angels lineup. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today?
1: Definitely going with uh, Mr. Brett Anderson, not to be confused with Tyler Anderson at 8,700. I mean, he he's a ground ball guy, not a lot of K upside. Let's go Brett Anderson.
0: Brett Anderson... Um, way too expensive on the slate. Tyler Anderson probably also way too expensive on the slate, even facing Miami. I'm gonna go with him. Um, give me an over 4k to hit a home run guy.
1: Oh man, you know, let's go with our friend Mr. Kristen Yelich. I know we haven't seen a whole lot from him. Has one home run on the season, Stevie. One, but I am not a believer in Mr. Frankoff right now. I think he comes around maybe next season. But as of right now, he doesn't have a clue.
0: At what point are we worried that like Yelich is just an average hitter that had a breakout season? Uh, I mean, well, he's, deal- he's been dealing with a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. Don't get me wrong. But at what point are we like, man, maybe Christian Yelich is just an average hitter and had a really good season one year?
1: Well, look. I'm not worried about it. I'm just, that today. I'm just, I know I
0: agree with you. I agree with you as far as like the matchup and, you, you know, your home run call and everything. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. Um,
1: so, I don't, and I, guess what? This will be my absolute first time playing Christian Yellich this season. Like, absolute first. I haven't played him at all. And I've stacked Milwaukee at least four times.
0: I'm going to get a text like 10 o'clock tomorrow night. That's the last time I play Yellich this season, too. Um, well, don't don't have a heart attack on me, buddy. But I'm gonna take Buster Posey to go yard today. Like 4500 five hundred dollar catcher as a home run play. Oh, I need to go to bed. Um, under four K
1: in that lineup will be two K though.
0: <laughs> yeah, under four K to get two hits. Who do you got?
1: Uh, uh oh man, I had my guy earlier. Give me a second. Um. Uh, yeah. Brandon Crawford. I, I've been doing this a lot, but Brandon Crawford just keeps hitting Stevie and nobody's taking note. I mean, you know, past couple of games has been a little rough, but I'm going Brandon Crawford, 3,700 shortstop. Love it.
0: I'm going to go with Suarez from Cincinnati. He's 3,900. Um, he's having a terrible season. Don't get me wrong. I think he's saying like one fifty or one sixty or something like that. But I think the matchup, the price is just too good for the reds today. Um, Will, give me a stack to score six or more runs today.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, no secret. My favorite stack on the board today is Milwaukee. It is absolutely my favorite stack going with the Brewers.
0: I almost took Lamont Wade Jr. as my under 4K to get two hits guy, but instead I'm going to go Giants, score six or more runs on this slate. Um, I like the Giants a lot lot here. Uh, Will, any bets standing out to you here night before?
1: Well, not a whole lot because we don't have that many lines. Uh, and I guess in this line with the uh, Chicago White Sox, it's really one of those tricky ones because it's sitting at seven and a half. And I think the only way this game goes over seven and a half, Stevie, is if the White Sox just really get gro- uh, rolling on, on Casey Mize. And I think Mize can limit limit the damage just enough to where maybe the White Sox score five runs and Detroit gets like a solo shot late. So let's go under the seven and a half total in this Detroit Chicago game.
0: I mean, if you're if you're betting, maybe you take the under in the Texas Colorado game at like ten and a half in the early games, um, just because Texas, like Sensitella, is dealing against Texas, and like he's not great, and John Gray is a little bit better, but
1: um, <laughs> well, you know how this goes. Tomorrow, John Gray gives up 10 runs. I'm just kidding.
0: I'm going to take the under in the White Sox-Detroit game. It's at 7.5 currently. Mibs, that's what I le- thought. Yeah, yeah, same. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm right there with you. Um, yeah. Like, that is, that is like, clearly the one that stands out to me the most. Um, yeah. So, I'm 100% with you on that. Like, yeah, just – you just look at it and you're like, why is this line – like I, I would like this game open to eight, and if you were able to jump on it when it opened, oh, good beautiful. on you! Man. Like you can still, you can still shop it if you're listening to this like right now, <laughs> which I know you're not, um, because there are some books out there that still have it at eight. But I mean, that gives you a little bit more support for a push.
1: Um, but yeah, will any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man, I am good to go, my friend. Always a pleasure joining you for the pod.
0: That's gonna wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Hope everyone has an awesome day. Good luck. We'll see you then.